Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Uh, just a couple days shy from a very big wrestling weekend, so we got to stop to get y'all ready for it with the news in the world of wrestling. Over Skype, I have three of the other members of the Swoggle Squad here with me. We will start. I think he said he's deep in the heart of Texas. It's Michael Witten. I actually got a head start on all the wrestlers and everybody. I'm in Houston. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going to go out and get that hot scoop from freaking, uh, you know, Nathan with Nathan's Wrestling Review. Get the hot scoop on what's I was going saying, on. Uh, in WrestleMania in Miami, we had Miami Mark who was, like, telling us all the bull, like, oh, man, can we for Sting to debut in 2012? So if you can find, like, Texas Mark where it's like, oh, fuck yeah, man. Uh, what would Texas Mark be like? He'd be very dumb. <laughs> Not to a... Tex Mark would uh, have a, he would have a motorcycle. He would be like a dead guy, probably. If I had to guess, Texas Mark. <laughs> no, I, I think this is who he's pre- this is who he's predicting is coming back. Actually, like, bro, can't wait for Junkyard Dog to come back tomorrow night, guys. <laughs> uh, you you heard him in New York. It's Tope. Uh, the thing I can't get over. This is from a few podcasts ago, but me saying that uh, Carmelo might cash in this weekend, and then you saying. What she does it during the Brock Lesnar match, and every single time her music comes on, I just picture her running with that briefcase, <laughs> and fucking Brock Lesnar is on the ground, and it's amazing. F A B U L O U S. Brock Lesnar's down. Carmella, Carmella. And returning after what I think is a quite a hiatus in Miami is Augie. Yeah, it feels like forever, and I even popped open a Yingling beer so we can get the show started right. But I'm actually excited because this show's gonna be a good one. Because wouldn't you? Would you have to eat right before this? Oh, I had some Whataburger, and I have right here in my hands a good old Whataburger chocolate shake. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk some news today. As you, as you hear, uh, it's, it's a rare or weird show. No Rich and uh, uh, less weird. No Spencer. Spencer is newer, but he's been on pretty much since he's joined. They're not here because Rich is at a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville musical. <laughs> of course he is. Wait, God wait. So, damn it. That's so awesome, though. Wait, a concert or a musical? It's a musical. So I'm going to read everything that's happened today. He messaged, was, was, was it me and Tope? Hold on. Yeah, it was me and Tope saying, uh, uh, hey, um... Uh, I don't know. Oh no, this was this. Li- oh, this was yesterday. Uh, I'm missing tomorrow. Would it be? Would you hate me if I can't record? I'm like, yeah, but you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, is it a hot date? He's like, nope. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote trash. And the link to Escape to Margaritaville comes to Chicago. And I wrote, ha! You're fucking fired. So I set up, I like messaged him and I was like, hey, like, you know, like Spencer can still go on. And he's like, yeah, I can give him the equipment and stuff. 
And then like at 4.30 today, he's like, hey, like how many people you got for tonight's show? And I'm like, I got the other the, the other three. Why? Spencer, you get, you get Mike to Spencer? He goes, nah, surprisingly, nobody else wanted to go with me to this Margaritaville musical. So I'm dragging Spencer for the other ticket. So if you get the chance to go over to Twitter right now and see Rich's Twitter, it doesn't look like anybody's going to the sun because they're there really early taking dumb pictures with surfboards. Um, so that that's where they are tonight. Uh, I'm saying this about your current... I'm shooting down the neck of your current Swoggle Squad champion, Rich, uh, who's not here to use his powers. I, I, I asked him if he wanted to use any powers. He didn't give me anything. So we are we are safe for this for tonight. So we're safe for the next two weeks of podcasts, technically. Uh, your, your current pod Swoggle champion is still Braun Strowman, and he will be for probably quite a while. Uh, but it was a great debut on 2K18. Augie, you didn't even pick him but you already have the breakout star of the year in veg he's like the seven foot tall like vegan dude who's all green he's got like a weird ass santa beard um a vegan dude his name's vegan lord but his name is just veg <laughs> um yeah it's it, it was interesting so uh, we're not doing picks tonight we'll be doing picks uh in two weeks but the theme for that uh tournament so you guys can already get the juices flowing in your mind of who you're gonna pick uh, is going to be the three stages of hell. So Rich is your champion. Rich is going to determine the stipulations for the first, second, and final round matches. It can be anything he wants because they have custom matches available in the game. So if he wants to make a first blood table match, he can do it. Uh, so I'll make sure he reveals them before the picks get announced. And then we'll determine who, how many picks everybody gets after this weekend of... The two big shows. Um, about time we actually get into some some news here. Survivor Series and NXT is this weekend, and I just want to do a pulse check. How excited is everyone to be disappointed? <laughs> it's, they fucked up. Make something subpar and then over deliver. Do what you did last month. It's like, oh, cool, show's coming back. Oh, just joking. Kurt Angle and fucking AJ versus Finn Balor. That should be the expectation. <laughs> I'm so fucking jacked. We talked about how jacked we are for NXT War Games, and not much has changed since the last time we talked news for that. So we won't really like probably dive into that that much. This is just a reminder that I need your NXT pickups before Saturday night, and I'll text you all on Friday. But um, but Survivor Series, man, Survivor Series is fucking back. Whitten, uh, what do you think of the last pick for, for the SmackDown <laughs> team? I mean, I, I just want to get your thoughts on that. <laughs> Uh, first of all, you mean the Raw team? I mean the Raw team. I'm sorry, the Raw team. Uh, I am putting one point on that match. <laughs> even, uh, even, though, even though I know exactly how that match is going to go, uh, and I should put like my like a lot of points on that, I'm still only going to put one point on it. Uh, Widen, I feel bad already that you're not going to have a Twitch pick for December. <laughs> I know, I know, me too. It's like, I'm just sitting there i'm like watching this as like i'm packing and i'm literally holding up a business shirt of mine and his <laughs> I, his music his music hit and that and now that business shirt has to go back to the dry cleaner because it's all wrinkled for me oh. just crumpling it up and putting it in my mouth i'll do you one better uh so i was here with number one through number five triple h fan in the entire world andrew zangry who was upstairs taking a chinese food shit <laughs> and I was just like, he's like, you can just watch because Jason Jordan was cutting that really shitty promo. <laughs> and uh, like it's playing out and I'm like, obviously going to replace him. I'm just thinking it's going to be Bray because, you know, Bray beat Jason Jordan earlier on. And the fu- and fucking Lemmy's guitar hits. 
and I immediately yelled as I was going, Andrew! Like the house was on fire. <laughs> and he somehow didn't hear me, so I paused it, and he was like, did I miss anything good? I'm like, oh yeah, just I don't want you to miss like who the fifth member of Team Raw is. And I've never seen, I've known him for 17 years. I've never seen the man so happy in my entire life. He's like, yes, he's back, he's the best. <laughs> and then he did his typical Triple H on the fucking man bullshit pedigree to young talent and then left. <laughs> Made Kurt Angle look like a little girl as usual and that's uh, that's what it was. But this show, like, oh, fucking, fucking look who's on this, sh- like, fucking look at this show. We were originally going to get Brock and, and Jinder and now we got Brock and AJ. They're not even going to let Jinder into the building, I think. I don't know. Um... Now we have the, we have Orton, Cena, Triple H, Kurt Angle, uh, fucking Balor, Joe, Finn. I'm just literally naming the whole match. I'm just leaving out poor Nakamura and Bobby Roode and Shane McMahon. Oh, Triple H and Shane McMahon are going to get in a legitimate fight because <laughs> they, yeah. they don't yeah, like they each other. Um, like, like you could take all ten of those people, and you know, like how people like do like the crazy like yarn plots that it just looks like madness like you can do that with yeah. all these with all the people in this match it's it's insane it's gonna be fucking awesome you got uh the shield new day the best the two best three-man teams in the wwe in the past uh at approaching ever <laughs> I, I was gonna say being the best in, in the last forever yeah um what else? You have The Miz gonna work his ass off against Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've, got, you've got two of, like, in the most recent history, most dominant women's wrestlers wrestling against each other for, like, have they ever wrestled each other before? Like, Alex- one-on-one. Alexa and Charlotte? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Is that, you also have yeah, that. I don't think you. either. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. Uh, remember last year the 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 tag team Survivor Series match. The last ten minutes of that were Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Usos, like stealing the fucking show. So you got those two going yes. up against each other as well. Um, yeah, I I look forward to in two weeks us shitting all over it. Now a lot of this I think is gonna set up Mania. Um, have Mania implications to it. My biggest fear, especially with the main five-on-five Survivor Series match, is, like, every single person in that match is probably going to get eliminated by, like, outside interference. Like, there are so many moving parts between KO and Sammy not being booked and still, like, being, like, anti-Shane and SmackDown. You have, uh... They obviously want to do Cena gender because Cena was originally going to referee... Gender and Brock. So if you want to interject gender in some way, you can get Cena out of that match. Um, you have Kane and Braun. You have Bray not being on the team. You have Jason Jordan not being on the team. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, James Storm's not on the team anymore. Maybe he'll come out and kick Bobby Roode in the face. Uh, like, I feel like they're going to protect a lot of guys, and that's going to like overall like possibly damper the match. Um or it'll just be like fifty minutes of awesomeness, like last year's match. Yeah, that's the thing. I I, I did. I remember last year, like us not liking, like maybe not collectively liking that match. I because it was like it was like a lot of shenanigans. Like I love the match from last year. I watched that a million times. It grew on me. Yeah, it did for, for every because it's like that match is what it's supposed to be. Like 
it's it should be it shouldn't be like oh it's this is for fucking nothing so it might as well be shenanigans and fucking Ellsworth getting thrown off the top of the fucking cage like he was from not cage but the ram from uh Strowman or in the triple power bomb like this this match should be fucking stupid Kurt Angle needs to do an eight twenty splash <laughs> don't encourage him look he's 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 managed to not explode yet so this is gonna be it. Um, yeah, it's, you got a lot of interesting uh, people crossing up. I am the past, and also the way they've done everything. I think we talked about Under Siege since since it happened, right? Like, have we recorded since that? Yes, yeah, yeah, we, we have. We did, okay. Yeah, I believe so. Well, yeah. we, did, well we didn't have Augie on. Augie, have you been keeping up with all the, the, the interbrand insanity, like Raw versus yeah. SmackDown and the title changes? How are, how are you I feeling about it? I watched the highlight show, um, or the sorry, I watched YouTube highlights of the, the shows. Um, I liked it, except it just it's I, I don't know. I never really got that. Like, <laughs> I get that they came and they surprised them and they came on Raw and they beat everybody's ass, but it's just like, all right, so just because they showed up unexpectedly, does that mean that everyone has to get their ass kicked? Like, fuck. Just why you laying down? <laughs> yeah, how about the people who didn't show up? <laughs> well, <laughs> people were people were just saying it about uh, about last night too. From when we we're recording this, recording this on Wednesday, it was like it's like, man, I'm really glad that John Cena and Randy Orton were in the building to help out their team. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I, I I think it's cool aspect though. Like it really does. Um, you know the cross branding, and now it's making it seem like it's you know. I don't know. It built up the heat for this weekend, so I like. I think it's fucking. I didn't think they did a good job. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That really, actually, it's been kind of enjoyable. So that's pretty much all I'm gonna say. It's it, been like, all right, cool. This I'm not, down. This is not the first time they've done Raw versus SmackDown specifically for Survivor Series. I mean, now it is the only time a year that Raw is versus SmackDown. Uh, if they haven't been able to beat that over your fucking head in the with their WWE dick constantly. But um, they did it like in 2005, and it was great. And like, it wasn't for anything. But when it's done, the only thing that sucks is like they never do it for like what they want the brands to be, which is like people to pick a side. And it's like they're not gonna pick a side unless like one side is all baby faces and one side's all heels. And like people at SmackDown are not gonna boo Raw because they like invaded. They're gonna cheer Raw because it's fucking cool to see the guys they weren't expecting to see. Yeah. And it's just never going to be, like, exactly what they want. But the byproduct of it, we enjoy. So that's all that fucking matters. Also, if I can get Braun Strowman to walk out, look at Kurt Angle, and all Kurt Angle does is nod, and Braun Strowman just makes a fucking beeline for the ring and start killing fuckers, <laughs> I'll take that every day of the week, please. Fucking it, goosebumps when that <laughs> oh, 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 he controls him. It, it was so amazing. Uh, that said, I look forward to Sunday when they have to eliminate Braun Strowman by putting him in a hot air balloon and <laughs> letting him float away, <laughs> and then he comes back the next week with all of Oz. No, no, dude, it's Houston. They're going to put him in a spaceship. Oh, I like that. <laughs> he just comes back with the flag from the moon. I'm not finished with this! <laughs> Shoves it up Curtis Axel's ass. It's, it's, it's going to be really interesting in that match to kind of... Like when the match is over and you break it down and look at look at it, like if there isn't a lot of outside chicanery and skullduggery, like who pins who, like who gets over on yeah. who? I think you know, you know 
I de- would be really interesting. Yeah, I definitely think on Raw, Finn and unfortunately Joe are going to be like the easy fall guys. Because Finn Balor just lost to Kane like twice like it was nothing. Um, and then Rude and Nakamura on SmackDown will probably be the same. So then you got the three on three between, you know, all the the people in charge and all the legends uh, fighting it out from there. And also Orton too, although Orton's like... They've made Orton like Mr. Survivor Series, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah. Is the, is the gimmick of the match still that if Angle gets Lo- fired, they lose? I think. They haven't like made that, I think, like black and white. I think it's like a gray area type thing, especially now that Triple H is on the team. Oh, like the uh, how yeah. the Cena will be fired if CM Punk thing. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. I think... I think it's heavily implied. Because that's been one of the, the conspiracy theories. Not conspiracy but one of the thoughts is that, like, Triple H will, like, purposely cost the team the match to help influence Angle being fired. But then it's also Triple H purposely losing a match. You stop right there and you listen to it and you think about it. And you're like, kayfabe or not, he ain't doing that. That man doesn't lay down to go to sleep because he didn't like his shoulders being down that long. He's going to pin his teammate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, well, it, it's been a while since Augie's been on, so I want I wanted to bring a, a little gimmick back that we normally do when it's been a while since we've either done news or Augie's been on. Augie, you ready for a five-question quiz? Oh, sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Oh, this might be like a ten-question one. we got a lot to cover here. Uh, let's... It's been a while. Uh, all right, so I'll start with an easy one because we're in well, – I'll start in WWE world for now. Uh so we talked about the releases that came like two or three weeks ago, and we'll get to those along with this. But who was just let go from the WWE today, Augie? Oh, today. Today. I will give you a hint. We've already mentioned him on the podcast. You a hint? Jinder Mahal. No. <laughs> Man. Jesus. No, but I like the timeline you're in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, that no, because he is such a big draw in India. They have canceled all but one of their shows in India in like two weeks. So, I'll give you half. I'll have you half credit for that. And this was like six months ago, or like a year ago. You'd be pretty much dead on because mm-hmm. they were on pretty much the same level. Yeah, no, you're right. Jeez. Well, no, actually, one one had already had a WWE title match, and Jinder wasn't in that title picture. Oh yeah, good good point. Hmm. <laughs> uh, not Heath Slater. No, no, it would be morning right now. I'd be drunk. He is the last remaining ne- original Nexus member that's wrestling on the roster, by the way. Jesus. Oh, wow. Um, After Darren Young, he's outlived them all, yeah. Titus O'Neil? Nope. I'm no, gonna... he wasn't Nexus, was he? No, he was. Oh, no, no, the, no that Nexus thing was just unrelated. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that, that was... Oh, like, no, that was related to the previous because Darren Young was one of the releases from like two, three weeks ago, and him and Heath were the last two like active wrestlers from the Nexus. So, I, probably uh, should be I would love for this guy to be in the Nexus. Though. Absolutely, he could. The armband oh would God. the armband would be huge around his arm. Yeah. All right, I'm, all right, I'm, a fucking sash. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Also, he could use that thing that Michael Tarver had over his face, because that way it would hide his lack of a chin. <laughs> Who's the guy without wait, a wait, chin, wait. Augie? Ellsworth is gone. Finally. 
Fuck you. Come Look. on. After that whole Carmelo storyline, like he had no purpose. He, like uh, and nah. It was a. It was a. It was a. It was a whole year. Look, the guy lasted a year. He, well, he, holy uh, shit, though. It, uh, I'm saying finally, but hold on. That is kind of quick, though, because wasn't he like in the main uh, picture, like one of the well, main event matches? Like he was involved in the no, main event match. How long ago? How yeah. recent? Well, la- this time last year, and it was never gonna stick. But the Carmella thing with him, like, it was working. And, you know, they're doing the thing, but obviously I think they're going to take her more seriously and distance her from him anyway. And they found his new gimmick because in, uh, in England, like, all the, the women's wrestlers just got to, like, give them every famous finisher known to man. There's, like, literally a video where it's, like, he takes a people's elbow, a choke slam, like, a rock bottom, a stunner. And this is from, like, Becky Lynch and Tamina. It's not, like, you know, anything, uh, anything, like... Crazy, and yeah, they just let him go. Like they don't have anything else for him. But uh, I think he did okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he did well. He was a very well paid kicker. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> no, he. he, he nah, backup snap, backup like long snapper. He's a fucking slash player. <laughs> he's a fucking <laughs> replacement. He is. He is literally the kicker from the movie The Replacements. Um. Yeah. So we're uh, on. This, Go ahead, that's, sad, but yeah. that's, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, also, you know, the, we haven't talked about the releases from last week, so we lost Darren Young, we talked about, which was surprising, considering uh, his, uh, how he could be used in the public eye. Um, we lost Emma, which was surprising, because... They kept trying to push her, but nothing would fucking happen. Apparently, she's a basket case. <laughs> that just, like, yeah. that doesn't, like... Wants, like, creative control. They tried to book her for, like, the big Japanese promotion that Asuka and uh, Kyrie Sane are from. And she wanted, like, like $25,000 a match in creative control. And they're like, fuck you. Go back to your cooking show on YouTube. Um, <laughs> they sh- they, they should have just released her when she tried to steal a cell phone case. It's true. Um, and, of course, we also lost Summer Rae, who I had every intention on being here today. <laughs> But um, un- uh, unfortunately, Rich has had to go to escape from Margaritaville instead of the fucking Chicago Zoo to release her back from captivity. But, uh, oh, we will hear from her. We will hear from her. We're going to be the first place to get that hot Summer Rae interview. God, if there's, if there's any fucking way we could legitimately get her, that would be great. <laughs> just, <laughs> just confuse the shit out of everybody. That'd be awesome. I'll send an email. Um, all right. Question two, the flip side of it, Augie. Um, there are two WWE talents that are on the verge of returning in the midst of uh, a tumultuous run with the company. Who are those two talents? Rumoredly. Uh, rumor, reportedly. I don't even know. This. Yeah, Cody Rhodes? No, 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 no. He's still ROH champion. I know I know one. I don't know the other. These, these are people that are still technically employed by WWE. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, what do you mean? D- so they- oh, not Corey Graves? What, what are you watching? <laughs> He's yeah, like you said, still technically employed by WWE. He is, on, he is on every show. <laughs> <laughs> he will be wearing a red and blue suit. <laughs> exactly. So you said he's making a wrestling comeback. All no, right. no, they'll, they'll be, no, well, they're gonna, they are wrestlers, and they will be returning after not being on television for... One a little while, and one for a very long while. 
Okay. Augie, here, here's a clue. He said talents. Yeah, no, no, I no. Said... Uh, yeah. God damn it. Um, is Tope's favorite Hideo, Hideo Tompi back? Uh, he may be making his debut on 205 Live soon, but that's not who I'm referring to. Hmm. And Hideo Tommy just got hurt again. <laughs> After he said his name. He heard his name, he goes, ooh, someone said my name. He bonked his head on the refrigerator door. And someone should go help him. Oh, that hurts. All right, so the first one, I'll give you a hint. We are still We are still in the 205 Live uh, stratosphere with the first one I'm referring to. Neville? Was he yes. hurt? Uh, no, Neville fucking quit the company. <laughs> Neville walked out. Really? <laughs> yes. I forgot you, you. You've been out for a while. <laughs> yes, I've been gone for a while. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Why did he? Okay. Why did? Why did he leave the company to begin with? Uh, it's been a bunch of reported reasons. It was originally reported he was tired of losing to fucking Enzo. He wasn't happy being a cruiserweight. He was unhappy. He wasn't on the WrestleMania 33 DVD with Aries. So he just walked out, and they took him out of the 205 video, and they stopped referring to him. But it's rumored that they're back in talks with him, and he'll be coming back very, very soon. All right. That's good. Yeah. It's good for that division. Good for that show. Uh, the other one, uh, think along the same lines of nationality, but the opposite sex. Same that. Uh, as Neville? Yes. So. Page? Paige is correct. She, uh... Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. She was backstage. She was backstage at Raw this past week. Uh, it was rumored to possibly be in the fifth member of Team Raw. Uh, she's cleared to return. She still might be the fifth member of Team SmackDown um, because they haven't officially announced Natalia taking Charlotte's spot yet. Um, but, yeah. Oh, still oh. Look, man, what minute is it? I don't know. The most recent video of her, she was like bragging about being single. Um, and he's back in Impact, which we'll get to kind of later. But we can get there next if we want. But yeah, Paige is going to come back. Sweet. All right. Got to well, watch it. Got to watch. Looking forward to more uh, leaked pictures. Oh. I, come well, on. I did. I did just say that Paige is coming back, and I was like, "Man, I gotta watch how I phrase those things now." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. That's gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, Paige, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean she can serve. She can serve a role. Paige is great if she's got her head on her shoulders. She's like twenty-four still. She's still the youngest person involved of any conversation we're having right now. I don't know. I, I, I think it was you that mentioned it one time that her entire gimmick was the anti-diva, and then she became the most diva diva of all the divas. Yeah. And it just became just, just like, ah, uh, fuck off. Her and Alberto Del Rio are in the Tyson zone, but as we call it, the Steiner zone. You tell me a story, I'm going to believe it. Um, at what point... Like, where are they at as far as the production of, like, the movie that's about, oh. like, her family and stuff like that? Because... I think it's I think it's in post-production. Why they bring a page back? Ah, good point. Good point. Yeah, that's that's the only reason I, I see why. They're going to bring her back. They're going to use her to hype up the movie. 
And then once the movie comes out and it's been through it for a little while, then they'll release her again. Because Dwayne is the one who. What's the movie about? It's about Paige's life and how like her whole family are wrestlers and her making it to the big time. I think the end of the movie is supposed to be her beating AJ Lee for the title. Uh, Dwayne's producing it, and Dwayne doesn't want to lose his money, right, Tope? You know what? Dwayne makes so much money, and he's so great at what he does. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't wait for this to win an Oscar for him to win all his Oscars because he's such well, a great actor. Well, if this is Dwayne's idea, then I'm on board. It's a genius move. <laughs> Augie, we could have literally told you that he was making a movie about uh, fucking mustard that solves the struggles in Alabama. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, let's go see it. Man, one day I stayed home sick from work and I watched Baywatch. I was disappointed. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was say you had to call in sick the next day because you watched Baywatch. <laughs> I watched it too. It, it, it was the most worthless two hours of my life. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was just... It wasn't bad enough to be enjoyable. No, and it wasn't good enough to be a movie. Uh, <laughs> well, we talked about, speaking about not good enough to be what it is, uh, where is Impact Wrestling moving to, Augie? Oh, they have enough money to move. <laughs> I mean, they might, leave some, they, might, they might leave some stuff behind. I think I actually saw today that like they have like two weeks to vacate their offices in Nashville. <laughs> huh. Well, wait, so they're in Nashville? Because <laughs> I could have sworn... Normally. I could have sworn they were in Orlando. Well, no, no, I mean, like, their their offices, like, their home base is normally in Nashville. They are they normally, like, record their shows in Orlando. So they're moving their Nashville offices. Okay, so what's the next town over? <laughs> oh, I can, I can answer that for you. I yeah, hit me, Wynn. Yeah, hit uh, me. Uh, Hermitage. Her Her that's where they're moving. Hermitage. <laughs> So close, so close. Uh, it's actually Canada. Oh, of course. Because they just had Bound for Glory, their biggest show of the year, the show we used to do pickums for, and now instead we do pickums on a video game show that we book ourselves. Um, They're gonna ruin that country. Uh, I want, I want to, I want to really, <laughs> I want to really quickly go over Bound for Glory, which uh, had a lot of like hype to it in terms of like. Man, this looks like a, a up and down good show. And the first uh, line from the Wikipedia page and under the reception category is Bound for Glory received negative reviews by critics. <laughs> wow, that's like you telling me the sky is blue and the grass is green. Yep. Uh, I don't even want to go over the fucking. Oh, wait, when was Bound for Glory? That was like recent, no? It was October. No, it was November 5th. It was like uh, 10 days ago. Okay, so I was at home. One night, and I don't mm -hmm. know why I just popped up on YouTube, Bound for Glory, and I was like, all right, whatever. It's kind of like the next video on YouTube, so I started playing it. And mind you, this is the highlight. So, like, this is, like, what, 20, 30 minutes? And, I like, five minutes in, I was like, why the fuck am I watching this? And I just turned it off. And that's supposed to be the WrestleMania, yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, the main event was the heel beating the champion for, like, the seventh straight year at Bound for Glory. Because I don't know how the biggest show that you're supposed to end. Uh, and the thing not, is, not clean, by the way. No, because Alberto Del Rio interfered because he came back that year. I or came back this show. Like they and they've gotten a bunch of really good guys now. Desmond Xavier's awesome. That's where Evan Bourne went. Augie, uh, fucking they they brought in Lucha uh, Lucha Underground guys. They have King Cuerno. They have Tejano. Uh, 
uh, Ohio versus everything or the Chris brothers with Sammy Callahan made his debut. Um, they got, oh, a, damn. Okay. Yeah, they got good fucking pieces that Johnny impact was in the main event. Augie. He was the baby face that lost. So who are the writers? Uh, it's just a fucking culture, man. I don't even know what like it actually is anymore. Um, I'm trying to find, can someone, uh, can somebody research for me? So, uh, people are leaving left and right. And there was an article that 40 people have left impact wrestling this year. (laughs) Oh my God. 40 wrestlers, not even like, like fucking caterers, like 40 contracted wrestlers have left company. Here, I think I found it. I think I found it. I was on SE Scoops. Um, let me scroll down, make sure I can find. Uh, so the most recent ones were Swoggle, Eddie Edwards' wife, Mahabali Shara, and the Veterans of War. No, this doesn't have the link in it. Damn it. If someone can find that whole list for me, I'd love to read it, because it's hilarious. I think this is it. Let me find. Yep, that's it. Mia uh, Yim, Maria Canellis, Mike Bennett, The Pope, Gabby. I don't even know who Gabby is. Taryn Terrell. Gabby's left. They were paying Gabby $100,000 a year. Uh, Rockstar Spud, The Veterans of War, Crazy Steve, Drew Galloway, Jesse Goddard, Aaron Rex, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Rebby Hardy. I'm adding Senor Benjamin and King Maxwell. Jeff, Har- Jeff Jarrett, uh, Marche Rocket, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Bram, who signed nine multi-year extensions with the company. Madison Ring, James Storm, Eddie Kingston, Matt Morgan, The Blueprint, you remember him. Tyrus, that's Brodus Clay. He was still there. Low-key, Aiden O'Shea, don't know who that is. Marty Bell, who went to NXT, is the only one that fucking shit the bed, but Topade's still banger. Swoggle, Mahabali Sharer, Scott Steiner, that's how you know you fucked up. You let 52-year-old Scott Steiner go. Davey Richards, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, Robbie E., Magnus, and four referees, including one with the last name of Stifler. (laughs) God damn this company. We still have to still talk about him. Next, let's move talk about something positive, Augie. Who is Kenny Omega wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom 12 in New Japan? <laughs> yeah. I this think is kind of you say the name. This is kind of big and important. <laughs> no, I feel like he can say pretty decently. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> AJ Styles? No, but that's surprisingly your closest guest tonight. No, fuck you, I got Paige. Uh, not happy about that. <laughs> I will give you a hint. AJ Styles, uh, just like R- Kenny Omega's opponent at Wrestle Kingdom, uh, is a, a United States champion in WWE this year. Shinsuke? Nope. Shinsuke, when are you asking? Nope. Hmm. The Miz. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Augie, you're, I mean, you're pretty close to it since. He was one of AJ Styles' like last long time, well, lengthy time tag team partners. I mean, I, I think we just need to give Augie uh, another guess. We'll just make a whole list of his guesses and read it back to him. I think that's a good idea. Oh well, God damn it! Wait, did he just make the list? The Jericho? whole list. Oh yeah, Chris Jericho. Is going to be wrestling in New Japan's biggest show of the year. That's for him. Against can Kenny he, Omega. Can he keep up? Uh, look, like, I, I was I was hoping he's Spencer. No, he's not going to die. <laughs> Kenny knows. Kenny knows what he's doing. I was hoping Spencer would be here because 
we've been, we've been waiting to like talk about this and like break this down. And that so the two two three big matches got announced at Power Struggle, the last New Japan show. Because everyone knew it was Okada and NATO in the main event, and that's undoubtedly the main event, and it's fucking great. Uh, but they announced Omega and Jericho. Uh, Tanahashi defending the IC title against Jay White, who has been a young lion for them, went to ROH, came back, and is getting like a fucking out-of-nowhere huge push for this. And then Kota Ibushi will be wrestling Cody Rhodes for the ROH title. And it's like, those are three fucking huge stars wrestling wrestling really off-the-wall matches at Wrestle Kingdom. And it kind of came out of nowhere, and everyone was expecting them to have other matches that were better in terms of match quality but these are like matches to get a bigger audience watching the show so it's like which is better and which is more important so are they going for more quality or more gimmicky well it is i mean okada not naito is gonna fucking be like the best this is gonna be the best match of the year anyway and they also booked marty school kushida will osprey and takahashi in a four-way to make up for whatever happens anyway but all those matches are going to be good. They're just not going to be like the best matches of the year like they normally have. So it's an interesting kind of crossroads they're at because they're obviously, you know, U.S. expansion. You know, you get Chris Jericho to wrestle his first non-WWE match, something he said he would never, ever do in almost 20 years. It's a big oh. fucking deal, and it's a big fucking shot. So I, I just, you know... It's interesting. We might be talking a lot more New Japan if they keep this up because they're they're taking shots. They're going for it. They're swinging for the fences. Is WWE like pissed that you think that Jericho's doing this or no? Do they they don't give a shit or there's, or is it good for them? There's been conflicting reports that he's still technically under some kind of a contract, even though he said he's not. There's also been conflicting reports on if he did or did not give them a heads up about it. But like he's had this plan for like a couple months. They started feuding back and forth on Twitter, and they're like, oh, look at these guys just trolling. But, like, that, nothing's ever going to happen. And then, yeah, it's happening. Fuck yeah, all right. I might watch that then. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch it live, you have to wake up, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning. On, like, a Damn. Thursday. <laughs> right? Am I doing that correct? That's, yeah, that's yeah, I think I think that's how it works. It's the Jan- it's it's always January fourth. January fourth is a it's a Thursday, so Thursday. Does nobody does nobody in Japan have anything to do on a Thursday? God damn it, go to work. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, hey! They work hard. They should take some time off, baby. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, and then the last one. Um, I don't really have a last one. I have a couple of things I want to talk about. I really have a question. Anyone else have a question for Augie? Ooh, oh, what? that's it's a, it's a, it's a good question. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, other, I have other things to discuss, but I don't have, like, a question. Like, the only one I was going to say was, hey, Augie, what, what show got renewed for its fourth season? But that's pretty, I think, pretty easy. Oh, maybe not. What show got renewed yeah, for a fourth yeah, season? Yeah. I said, maybe I don't know, because I thought Total Bellows was more than four seasons, no? <laughs> no. Total Divas? Man, I totally forgot about reality shows. Shit. I, I, <laughs> I knew he was going to say something like that. Yeah, I should have thought that through. No, like a, like a, an actual wrestling program. What wrestling program has seasons, Augie, that's not a reality show? 
205 Live? No. Three more years? <sighs> Man, I would I would love to live in your brain because there's so much space. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. What wrestling, pro, what wrestling show got renewed for four seasons? Yeah. <sighs> wrestling show. Lou. Season. Lou. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you Lou. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Your boy was the main champion on it for a good lengthy while. Cha. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I still am waiting for you to for it to exit your mouth. Underground. Thank you. Four seasons. That's it. Yeah. Well, again, we talked. Oh, you were on last week's show, but like when the last uh, episode of Lucha Underground season three aired, it had been over four hundred and fifty days since it had actually filmed it. <laughs> so like they were behind. Okay. I, mean, uh, I don't know why I didn't think of it anyways, but I thought it was I thought we were like on seven or eight already, to be honest with you. No, the the first and third seasons were really long, like over 40 episodes. Um, but yeah, the, no one thought it was going to get renewed, and it got renewed, uh, which is great. Um, it's going to be really weird to see who's involved in it, because a lot of guys are gone. But apparently they're being less strict about the... Uh, about the contracts, so like, like, like I said, a lot of TNA guys are in. A lot of lucha guys are like working TNA now because of AAA. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Any more lucha, especially after how great lucha, uh, lucha underground season three ended. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I'd be really pissed with that cliffhanger if we didn't come back. Um, so yeah, we won't have Prince Puma. We won't have Ricochet. Because he's going somewhere. Still no one knows where, but he's going somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, what else does everyone want to talk about news-wise? Anything uh, we haven't covered? I mean, I mean, we haven't really talked about NXT and war games going on this Saturday. True. We, we talked about it on our last news pass quite, quite heavily, but um, I know I'm, I'm so thrilled that my in-laws will be in town. <laughs> For this this particular weekend, and we'll be going uh, to dinner Saturday night and to Epcot all day Sunday for me to sit at home and enjoy War Games and Survivor Series. But um, yeah, War Games is gonna be fucking uh, pretty dope. This is everyone's first like I'm the only one here that's like ever seen a live War Games, right? Yeah, I. And Augie, you don't even know War. Augie, Augie's like, yeah, I've seen that Matthew Broderick movie. Nope. <laughs> Wait, didn't, didn't, didn't even see that movie either. No, I meant like like I actually watched it on pay per view live, Toby. Not like I wasn't there in person oh, live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like when you started watching, like they had already fucked War Games up in so WCW. Was... So actually, it's important that I tell you guys the rules to War Games now. All right, so War Games, Augie, is two rings, both enclosed in a steel cage with a with a lid on it, like Hell in a Cell. Uh, for this version, it's going to be three teams. Normally, it used to be two teams. Three teams of three. So you have Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, and Bobby Fish, the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong, and then Sanity, Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. The way it's going to work is that 
Uh, a member of each team is going to start in the cage. They're going to wrestle for five minutes. Okay. At the, at the end of that five minutes, they're going to uh, let another team out of their cage. And they're going to join the ring for three minutes. And then the other two teams will then be released in three-minute intervals until all nine men are in the cage. And the first team to get a pin or submission wins the match. But this used to be like the big WCW match. It used to be like five on five. You could only win by submission. Bloody as hell. Like the most violent match. And we've been waiting for them to do it in WWE for like 20 years. And finally Triple H is like, fuck you. I'm doing it in NXT, son. <laughs> so it's like Elimination Chamber, but for tag team slash stables. You nailed it. Exactly right. And it's, But it's only one, only one pin or submission will end it. And it's going to be fucking dope. It's going to be so fucking dope. Here's, here's, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Wade. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say, here's a, so here's a question I have. Because, so they are staying in Houston throughout the whole entire mm-hmm. four days. Raw and SmackDown will also be in Houston, the same building. Yes. So here's my question. Ooh. What are the chances that... Somebody or some buddies from NXT get called up. I was thinking about that. I have, I have a couple, a couple ideas, a couple thoughts, um, a couple ideas. If uh, you want to Russo it, um, I think Authors of Pain would be one in my mind. Uh, I don't think they're super ready, but the tag team division is a little light, particularly on Raw with the revival out. So they really don't have anything else they could do call them up you have a monster heel tag team on raw um give them a nice big send off in uh big war games uh the other one i have uh on again if you want to strengthen the women's side is peyton royce and billy k again they're never going to really win the title you have an influx of may young classic girls starting um so add, add some lower card heels to uh to nxt i don't think anybody bigger than that's good like McIntyre's not moving. Black's not moving. You know, nobody. Roderick's not moving. They need them there at the moment. Now, here's the bigger question: Who's going to be the hot young free agent in the front row? Leo Rush. (laughs) Oh, that's right. We didn't discuss the Leo Rush controversy when we talked about Emma. What a what a moron. All right, so I don't think you were. Oh yeah, you were. All right, so not of Leo Rush, and I know like you know, you know, you, you, know you know who he is. Yeah, he had. I literally, I jinxed him because last news podcast I said he had the best first minute in ring of anybody debuting in WWE ever, and then uh, Emma gets released, and he releases a tweet that was like, "Man, I guess Emma really uh, wasn't ready for Oscar," or like some like in kayfabe bullshit tweet. That was like making fun of the fact that Emma got released. And like every fucking member of the NXT and WWE roster fucking raked him over the fucking coals, called him out for being a piece of shit. Somebody just lost their job and you're making jokes. And then he released uh, a like non apology apology. And uh, he almost lost his job already, but somehow he managed to, to keep it. And now he's probably going to be jobbing for quite a while until he works the heat off but Uh, bullshit (laughs) you you would be the one person on his side yeah i'm on his side whatever dude he kept it in cave babe he did his whatever 
I mean, I guess technically. <laughs> no, he's not going to sway anybody on this. He also, he's brand new, Augie. Like, he's been in the company like a month. Like, he has not paid a single due. He doesn't know anybody really there. Just don't. Just... Yeah, it's just, just a guy trying to be active on his Twitter and get more followers <laughs> and make a name for himself. Man, give the man a break. Fuck, I wish you were champion right now because I would make you tweet the most heinous thing on Twitter right now. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, okay. Like that stopped me. I was like, whatever. <laughs> With every, but you're you're hashtagging and adding everybody. I mean, there's a lot of shitty things going on in the world, Augie. It would be bad. <laughs> uh, but to but to go but to go off of what you're saying, Mullet, like those are the exact people who I were, who I was thinking of as well that well, would get that bump up. Yeah. Well, and up to also like the the free agent question. So Tope joked Leo Rush. But I honestly don't think there's anybody that, like, has been signed that we know of. Like, they could have somebody in their back pocket. They technically can't debut Ricochet until, like, January, I think, because of the shitty Lucha contract he signed. So there really isn't anybody else that I can think of, unless they, like, stole or snuck somebody that we don't know about, or they have somebody in the pipeline. Uh, I could see it being, like, James Storm. Like, you know, like, somebody, like, one of the TNA guys we just talked about that, you know, it'll do. <laughs> Especially for Houston. Yeah, it'll be James Storm. You've heard it here first. James Storm. De- re-debuting in NXT. My real question is, what are they going to do with that second ring with all the other matches? So what they used to do on the old Fall Brawl shows is they just alternate. Like, like one match is in the first ring, one match is in the second ring. But it's a good opportunity for some pretty cool moves in other matches, like Rey Mysterio had a double springboard from ring to ring once that was, like, impeccable. So, like, they have uh, Andrade Cien Almas. They have, uh, fuck, Kyrie Sane and Ember Moon could do some cool shit there. Uh, Fucking Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream. They have guys that can do things. Or Lars Sullivan's going to throw Cash Cash Ono's fat ass 15 feet. (laughs) One of the That's two. the reason they have two two rings for those two motherfuckers. <laughs> just, uh, just for Cassius Ono's fat ass. <laughs> I love it, Cassius. I love playing you in 2K18. Oh, but no, hey, I know, I know, I know. And he's 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 better fat. He's proven he's better that size. Yes, but it is what it is. Oh, also, uh, not on that show, but uh, just for the live audience. Even though it may be on the following week's NXT, it's fucking Pete Dunn versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's still being said that it's not going to ever air on television. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Can't Rich and I just, the next time we see each other, just sit in a room pantsless and watch that and not judge each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I yeah, think, like a typical I Tuesday night in Gainesville. Yeah, that's uh, how we spent that. That was our 2010. <laughs> I, uh, I do have a question for Augie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh it's 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 whatever. It's not huge news, but whatever. I just want to hear his answer for this. Hey, Augie, which two wrestlers are now known as the Bludgeon Brothers? I like that question. Bludgeon Brothers? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, gosh. gosh. That's uh, how you say it. Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow-up question after you answer. Spell bludgeon, Augie. Uh, I feel like there's a D in there somewhere. You're right. Also, they really got they really saw they really got to stop naming teams and stables after porn things. We had the Submission Sorority, now we got the Bludgeon Brothers. Wait, that's a porn it, thing? 
I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't googling it. I was I was about to say when it comes to you, Augie, there's always an E in there. Blood. <laughs> hey, B L U D G I N, and is that the new um, ascension? <laughs> Fuck, that was so wrong. <laughs> Uh, B L U D G E O N. Oh, E O N instead of I N. All right. Well, yeah. Fuck it. And uh, no, it's uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Oh. I've never, you know, got dig those either of them. I know, I know, you guys have liked at least one of them. Oh yeah, Harper. I, Harper's great. I've never really neither of them have done anything for me. Yo, I know we need to fucking talk about. We're talking about Luke Harper, Tope. Me and, me and Toby, me and Toby, need a few minutes to break down this crazy up, up, down, down Madden tournament. All right. Oh, there you go. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I know about it. Go ahead. It has been one hell of a first round, Tope. Let, let's let's give out some awards, Tope. Who's your Who's your MVP of the first round of the Madden tournament? MVP of the first round. He just dominated in this first round. That has to be Colbert, aka Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel, ab- absolutely phenomenal. Curtis Axel, uh, and I would look forward to him and Brian Kendrick's fishing show because those two just had a very cordial and great conversation while they, well, Curtis Axel murdered Brian Kendrick. I agree. Uh, who is your LVP? Who is the least valuable player in the first round? <laughs> Fucking TJ Perkins. And he, and he won. <laughs> I say, he destroyed Luke Gallows. <laughs> like, murdered him. Not exaggerated. I think he asked Luke Gallus to two-sweet him at least 37 times. Yep. He also made sure to mention for like the 900th time that he was almost in Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Augie, he might want to play, have TJ Perkin play for the actual Giants. Uh, oh, shut up. That is a tease, baby. It is. Damn. It is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we got to get there in a second. Um... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was your biggest surprise of the first round? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Seth Rollins had literally never lost Madden to any WWE wrestler and out in the first round to Kurt Angle's son. It's the, insane. The three-time champion. And here's the thing. You, did you finally watch the full game? No, not yet. Oh, my God. I'll watch it later. And by the way, fuck them for uh, a huge fuck you to Up, Up, Down, Down for spoiling that in the title of the video when they first released it. They've since changed it, but they put shocking upset in game. And like when you actually, if you watched the game, if they played it off the right way, it would have been that Seth comes back to win the game, (laughs) but it's not because he literally is that close. The only thing I'll say Tope that you have to see is uh, Seth Rollins saying in like the most downtrod way possible, fudge me. Fudge me right in the fudge and fudge. <laughs> oh, God, that got graphic late. Well, no, and then he leaves the room, and you hear the dolphin noise for, like, a good five seconds. <laughs> uh, who, who's your... Uh, I'm trying to think of other categories. Who's your... Um, what was your favorite game? Favorite game? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let me go with AJ Styles versus Rusev for the first play of the game. Uh... uh AJ Styles throws like a three yard pass and catches it. And Rusev just yells, It's a sack! I got you a sack! <laughs> Not a sack, man. It has to be behind the line. My favorite, my favorite moment of the first round so far is when Rusev, who is very bad at this game, Terrible. picks off AJ. And does he return it for a pick six? Uh, I 
Does he? I want to. I think he might have. He 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 picks off AJ, and the, like he's either tied with AJ or is three points behind, like in the third quarter. And it's like, holy shit! If Rusev beats AJ Styles, AJ Styles will have burnt this building to the ground because <laughs> of how competitive and assholey he is at Madden. And then of course AJ fucking beats him, but Rusev is hilarious. My my follow up uh, to that one would be uh, um, fucking Luke Harper and. Uh, whichever Uso it was. Just a good, solid back-and-forth game. Yeah, just, just a good yeah. guy. Luke, Luke's a good guy. Yeah. And uh, who you got winning the whole thing? I'm going to make you make a prediction right now. <sighs> I'm going to go I'm gonna go with AJ Styles on this one. You're going with AJ. I'm going to go... I think I finally settled it. I'm going with Luke Harper. Luke Harper, I like what I saw from Luke. I think he's got it. Axel could just never win the big one. <laughs> no, man. You can't even win in Madden. <laughs> you can't even win in Madden. You, you, you're damn right. So Topin will be back with that uh, over the course of the, the rest of the, the tournament to give you our insights. Topin, I literally, as soon as one of these videos up, Topin messaged me that a video was up on Sunday after it had been up for 48 seconds. <laughs> I, and I told him I had just checked it while I was in the bathroom and it wasn't up because that's normally what I do when I'm in the bathroom is watch Madden videos. So, um, yeah, there'll be more of that. But uh, we're in the football conversation. I believe, uh, Tope, did you not uh, win a football-related bet versus a certain someone? <laughs> like the first time ever. Yep. Uh, me and Augie decided to have a bet, and I said – I think the original bet was between the Giants and the 49ers. Uh, loser would have to eat vanilla ice cream because that's what that game deserved. Uh, which evolved to loser has for every touchdown scored in the game, a loser has to do a sex confession and, if possible, eat vanilla ice cream. Uh, oh, God so, damn it! I didn't prepare for this. Oh, I thought you did. Fuck no! You gotta remind me. I can have him ready for next week. God damn it! Okay, and just for that, you're gonna have to do an extra one then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that is the bet, and then this. Upcoming Sunday, when you were listening to this, uh, is the Dolphins versus the Bucks, which is winning and Rich's favorite team. So they're running the same bet back. Yeah, let's do it. Fucking scares me. All right, so next recording will be me and whoever loses. How many many sex confessions is it now? I believe you have to do uh, seven now. Yeah. Yeah, seven. So yeah, you'll see on the on the on our Swoggle Squad group uh, what it is, and then we'll add another one on there. Meanwhile, the Vikings are seven and two. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> 49ers finally won. Yay. I, I was talking to my sister. She's like, yeah, I'm not watching football this weekend because Jets are on by. And I was like, Lacey, Giants have been on by every fucking week for me. I'm going to find The Jets Jets are going to get regulated to the XFL at this point. God damn it, man. Um, I lost to an 0-9 team. Quarterback by C.J. Beathard. I know it's C.J. Beathard, but he will always be C.J. Beathard to me, Tope. <laughs> it, it makes you feel better, Augie. We only beat a team who lost to an 0-9 team, so it doesn't even matter. What does that <laughs> win even mean? All right. Well, every, t- every every time you see you say his name, Mullet, all I can think of in my head is, we beat hard. All day, all night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Anything else? We're, we're talking about football now. So anything else wrestling related? Uh, I was going to ask if anybody, if everybody watched uh, the Nature Boy Thirty for Thirty. Rich and I talked about it a little bit on the blank slate. Um, 
But uh, yeah, find it on demand somewhere because I because that night we were texting, I, I couldn't find. I, look, I looked at the watch ESPN app on there. I know I saw it advertised like if you had like credentials to log in like through your cable provider, if you just had the watch ESPN app, like you could log in and watch it. But I had a DVR, so. Yeah, I, I I watched it. I watched it live, like when they showed it live. Gotcha. Um, I've never had something like evokes like a, a documentary like that evoke like so many like in me. Like I was happy one second, and then sad, and then laughing the next second, and then on the verge of like crying. Yeah. Um, uh, Deadspin had a really good article about like with everything that's going on these days uh, about like some of the more s- kind of sexual harassment things that they discussed mm-hmm. uh, in the documentary. So it's it's very interesting. But 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 again, as like you mentioned it, I wish it would have been two hours as well because um, there's just so many stories. But the fact that both interviews took place like a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. So there was able to be a lot of talking. Also, they have the 30 for 30 podcast. In which I haven't listened they to it talk yet. To, yeah, I, I listened to it in which they talked to the director and to Ric Flair. And he talks about like everything that happened with them as far as his health care. Uh, with everything that he went through, yeah. He should be dead. Yeah, he should have been dead. He, he should have been dead uh, nine hundred times in his life. Yeah, and that was just during so, TNA. But... <laughs> they kept falling, kept falling through holes. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept throwing Rick Flair, Flick Flair through any hole they could find, including Chelsea. Mm, but, mm, but, mm. <laughs> Sorry, Tobey. No, no, the one. <laughs> The one I I gotta say this the one part of the documentary in in which the director asks him just uh, I, like do you think you should be dead right now and he's like I ask that question every day and I'm like oh fuck yep like that that was the most heaviest part I uh to touch on what you were saying a minute ago not to bring it down or anything but uh no, I no. I dread the day it could be a month from now it could be next week it could be years from now i dread the day where we all have to get on this podcast and talk about everything that is happening in the world of wrestling involving the past 50 years and sexual harassment and everything because it's gonna happen i it's happened before it happens all the time and it just hasn't happened and come out yet it's going to it's gonna suck we're gonna have to deal with it So let's have fun in the meantime. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff. From Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. Tope, give me three facts about Garrett Bischoff. Bishop goes to the free shop to get some of these nuts. <laughs> he watches a 29-inch TV on his girlfriend's face, and his favorite color is booty juice. <laughs> I love that we're discussing... Yeah, it's been a while. I love that we're discussing the future uh, sexual harassment podcast, and you say booty juice, girlfriend's face... 
And, and Febreze shop for D's nuts. Oh, and D's nuts, yes. The shows that were ready and capable of handling this. <laughs> Here's Augie trying to name three random wrestlers. Poor son of a bitch. So that'll be coming very soon. And now I feel bad. So Augie, give me three random wrestlers right now. Uh, the Boogeyman. The... <laughs> Lord Tensai. <laughs> and... and who? Oh man, which I think I've used him like ten times. You, you cut out. Who did you say? And the Repo Man? God damn, that was the last one you did was Repo Man. If you, you're you banned okay, from saying then, Repo Man. Then, then <laughs> Battle Cat. Perfect. Triple uh, Bs. Just to say, uh, for next week, that'll be one of your sex confessions. That, uh, a threesome with all of them. <laughs> a Perfect. No, actually, fuck it. A threesome with them. Yep. Boogie, <laughs> Boogeyman, Boogeyman Lord Tensai and a Battle Cat threesome. Yeah. I love it. Hit on thirty. And on. And on. I'm third it. All right, I'm forty. Well, that explains it. All right. Well, on that fucking note, that has been this week's episode of Podswoggle. We're talking about the boogeyman's penis. We got to move on. You can ask one thing, like a of course, quick twenty second question for Augie. I don't know. What we talked about. Have we talked about Sammy turning heel with Augie? Not when he was on the podcast. No. Oh, then never mind. kind of like it yeah it's I mean, great it's great like and he's with his best friend like legitimately like yeah. you know like hey. oh well for it's... for the foreseeable future we didn't talk about how they got sent fucking home for disciplinary reasons <laughs> yeah was oh we go to that Good yeah you ever that in the text? was that legit Did, was that confirmed yeah it was it seemingly was over something stupid they just like like failed to follow it was it seems to be just a misunderstanding they got blown out of proportion but who knows yeah 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 basically, yeah, basically like, all I, I, I like heel Sammy a lot more than I like, you know, underdog. He's going to get it, Sammy, too much. It became too much, so I'm glad he turned him heel. I like heel Sammy, too, because he's on television on a regular basis doing things. Yeah, he's working. Uh, Yeah, but we'll talk about all that and the follow-through from everything we discussed uh, very, very soon, because that's going to do it for this week's episode of Podswoggle. We thank you, as always. For listening, check us out, arcadeaudio.net, for this podcast and all the other ones in our network. If you like this show and you like the other ones in our network, go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. For just $5 a month, you can get exclusive bonus content from this podcast. Archived episodes for Tope's podcast, you can get the mixtape for RJ Hates Rap, which is back with a vengeance, and all kinds of other bonus uh, content there. Of course, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Google. Leave us a review in five stars. It helps us out. We actually got a review. Somebody followed Rich, hey. Rich's instructions. Uh, I think I'm reading this. I think this. Oh, no. Okay. It loaded. Wonderful. Um, it is from Stand Up Cam. It's a five-star review that says a podcast for wrestling fans who aren't angry smarks. Somehow it's taking me three years to finally write a review. If you're looking for a fun wrestling podcast that doesn't just summarize the week in WWE, you're in the right place. The games, comedy, and camaraderie set Podswoggle apart. Thanks for the weekly fun, guys. Augie, never change, and go Gators. 
So thank you for that review, Stand Up Cam. We appreciate it. You could do that as well. It helps us out so very much. Your champion, Rich, has instructed you to do it. If you haven't, go do it. Um, and of course, subscribe. You get your podcast every single Friday. Follow us on all social media. YouTube for the most recent Podswoggle uh, title tournament streams. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Toby, I forgot to mention uh, Andrew Zengri, who, uh, as I say this, may be joining us any minute for the games we're about to play. Um and I yes. w- were playing um, the 2K18 in the middle of the day. We are having a podcast just like we did last year with us playing it and riffing. Uh, Toby, if you get the chance to put up that rumble that we did on YouTube, I'd appreciate it. I forgot to remind you to check that. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, uh, the next Podswoggle title tournament will probably be, let me look at the schedule, on December 13th, but you'll hear who those participants are in a couple weeks. Got a couple good game podcasts coming for you up in the next several weeks. With that, Widden, final thoughts? Uh, I'm out of milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I spilled my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, I hope Rich is spilling his margarita. Uh, Augie, final thoughts. I'm out of yingling. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect way to end this show, is just shitting all over their necks. (laughs) Tope, final thoughts. Apology. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, but for real, apologies. Oof, boy. Yo, yo. Yo, apologies. Man, what, man, why is Kathy Kelly just got a fucking desk job now, it seems like? I don't think I ever see a picture of hers. She had a fucking desk. Put her to yeah. work. They got Charlie Caruso. They don't got, they don't need, no, there was a, oh, there was an interview with Sasha Banks and Charlie Caruso. Oh, my God. It was informative. I learned a lot about McCosby. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was going to say this. I, I have my, my. Sorry to break cave, baby. I have my character on Potswoggle, but with all this shit coming out now, I'm fucking going tight lip, <laughs> tight lip. I ain't doing none of that shit. I respect women and everything. After you said the phrase tight lipped, for Widden, <laughs> for Augie, for Tope, this is Potswoggle signing out uh, for this week's episode. I forgot how this show ends because I'm an insensitive male pig that's going to cause this to burn to the ground. Swag it off. I, uh, I did say that I broke my foot inside of something before, so. Well, that wasn't that wasn't legitimate, right? Yeah, I still said it. Yeah, but like, you know, it seemed like a, cons- a consensual foot fucking. <laughs> oh gosh! Did did it was it was always in the context of it being like that's what she requested. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I'm yeah. I'm the victim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, your foot knew, your foot knew what it was getting into. That on tape. <laughs> yes, he did. That's the name. That's the name of the pot.
That's the name of the hockey podcast we've been trying to get you to do for fucking 10 years is the Hockey Talk Man. <laughs> he's cool. He's hockey. He's bad. <laughs> oh, God. I miss Rich and Spencer already. <laughs> Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.